0: Now, it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie live.
1: Can I give you a little bit of a little bit of wise counsel? Never give a liberal a Bible. Because they don't believe that it is the absolute infallible, inerrant word of God, I guarantee you that that liberal is going to take that Bible, misuse it, misinterpret it, misunderstand it, miscommunicate it, and use it for evil. How's that for an opening? But I believe it. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. It is the five o'clock hour. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I'm serious. Don't give a liberal a Bible. They don't believe it. They don't believe that it is the actual very Word of God. They might believe that it contains the Word of God. And most most of you know the difference but but for those who don't maybe you're a new listener maybe you're a new Christian there is a world of difference between believing the Bible is the word of God and the Bible contains the word of God a world of difference one says the Bible is the word of God how much of it all of it how many words every word How many chapters? Every chapter. How many books? Every book. The Bible is the Word of God. Contrast that with the Bible contains the Word of God. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's completely dependent upon the person who is saying it. If you believe out of 66 books... Uh, Ten verses of one of those books was actually inspired by God. You could honestly say the Bible contains the Word of God. And believe that 99.9% of it is not the Word of God. But somewhere, if you look hard enough, you can find the Word of God. And who then determines what part is the Word of God and what is not? Well, the individual reading it, and how do you determine it? Well, the parts I like. The parts I agree with. The parts I like and the parts I agree with, ah, now that is the Word of God. What about the stuff you don't like? Well, probably not. What about the parts you don't understand? Well, if I don't understand it, it certainly can't be the Word of God. Nothing more dangerous than a liberal with a Bible in his hand. Just because somebody is holding a Bible doesn't mean they believe it. Somebody who is proclaiming things from the Bible doesn't mean that they believe it. Can I give you a very timely illustration? The Reverend Al Sharpton. Ooh, talk about the left, the far left, the liberal left. Yes, In an appearance recently on MSNBC, he was uh, asked how Democrats should engage older black voters who have, quote, deeply held religious beliefs on issues like abortion. Now, here's a sad fact. Here is a sad fact. The longer that the black community identifies primarily with Democrats and leftists. Listen to me carefully. The longer that most of the black community identifies with Democrats and leftists, the farther they depart from biblical values, marriage, the family, and the issue of life. The black community used to be one of the strongest communities on the issue of family, marriage, sexuality, gender, and abortion. The black community was almost completely entirely pro-life until they began giving their allegiance to the Democrat Party. And the longer that allegiance is in effect, the farther the black community strays away from traditional values. And I double-dog dare you to prove me wrong on that. And so, MSNBC asked Al Sharpton, well, young blacks, we've got them brainwashed. They're going for abortion. But what about those old people? the older black people that still believe in things like marriage and life and so forth. Al Sharpton says that the Bible supports abortion because the Bible supports choice. Say what? Sharpton suggested that Democrats must, and now I'm quoting, Message it in a way that it is about choice. What are we talking about? Abortion. Al Sharpton is asked, how do we get the black community to embrace abortion? How do we get them to depart from what they have traditionally believed? Al Sharpton said, Democrats must message it in a way that it is about choice, It's not about saying I'm voting that I support abortion or not. And then he said this, and I want you to listen carefully. Al Sharpton. The Bible, if you're using this as a religious argument, the Bible is about choice. You can go to heaven or hell. There's nowhere in the Bible that says you had to go to heaven So where do we get this theology of forcing something when the reality is you can't even biblically base that? It's a question of choice. If you're a minister, as I am, you can preach to people to convert them. You do not make laws to compel them. What? Talk about twisting the Bible into a pretzel? Because people have to choose whether they go to heaven or hell, then the Bible says you can also choose to abort your baby or not because the Bible is all about choice. Talk about a leap. My goodness! Again, quote, the Bible, if you're having this as a religious argument, what? Abortion. If you're using this as a religious argument, the Bible is about choice. You can go to heaven or hell. There's nowhere in the Bible that says you had to go to heaven. So because God gives you the choice to choose salvation or not, then the Bible says you have a choice to kill your baby or not. What does that go to whether you kill your husband or not? or your wife or not, or your neighbor or not. If the Bible is all about choice, talk about absolute, unbelievable misinterpretation of Scripture. The Reverend Al Sharpton is saying this is how we convince. And it's interesting because in the MSNBC interview, he and the host both the greed. They've done the job on young black people. They got them supporting abortion. We got them. We fooled them. But what about the old people? And Al Sharpton says, well, we've got a message. It is, um, well, God is all about choice. The Bible is all about choice. And since the Bible is all about choice, abortion is about choice. So therefore, God and the Bible... Support abortion because it's about choice. Now most reasonable people would go What? That doesn't make any sense. But Al Sharpton and the liberal left are hoping that people just don't think. They don't use the brain that God gave them. Uh can I repeat? never give a liberal the Bible. They will misuse it, misunderstand it, misinterpret it, and will use it as a weapon against the things of God. Hmm. Then not the Bible say that even an angel, an evil angel, can be presented as a light? You see, the devil is the father of all lies. That's what the Bible teaches. Yeah, the devil is the father of all lies. All right, quick break. We'll return.
0: Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: You know, um, a few years ago, I don't remember how long it was, but um, one of our listeners called in during the program and asked me the question. Bob, do you think the United States of America could ever experience another civil war? And I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was something like, uh, oh, I suppose it's possible. And we, you know, we are divided, but uh, no, I, no, I, I don't think so. The country is just too big and... And too diverse. And um, if someone were to ask me that question today, I don't know that I would be quite that certain. I am not a pessimist. I think I'm. I, I, I think I'm a very positive person. I, I'm an optimist. I'm. I'm not a pessimist. I'm, I'm really not. But I, I think I am a realist. And I don't deal in spectacular things on this program. If you're a regular listener, you know that. And so I don't do things just to stir things up and create controversy. And I don't deal in sensationalism. But I don't think there has ever been a time in our country since the Civil War that we have been this divided. Now, I've said this many times. I remember the 60s. I remember the deep division that we had about Vietnam. We, as a country, were, we were deeply divided. I remember the racial issues of the 60s. I remember them very, very well. I don't remember very well those things that were going on in the 50s, but the 60s, that's, you know, when I was a kid, when I was growing up, graduated from high school in 66. I remember the race riots. I remember that. And I'm not going to bore you with, you know, I grew up in Southern California and I was in Compton and the, the Watts riots were not far from my house and all that. All I'm saying is, I remember those times when we were deeply divided, but most people, other than the anti-war protesters during the Vietnam days, those people truly hated America, but they were small in number. They made a lot of noise, got a lot of press, got a lot of attention, but they were pretty small in number. Most people truly loved America. The racial division of the 60s, Martin Luther King Jr. was deeply, 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 deeply troubled about what was going on in America, inequality, uh, racism, and so forth. But I believe he loved America. And I believe most of the people in the civil rights movement who marched in Georgia and Alabama, the huge marches, most of those people didn't want to leave America. They wanted to change America. They had a love for America and a belief that America could be better. They didn't want to change the government They didn't want to change the Constitution. They wanted the Constitution enforced. They didn't want to... Those that were involved in the civil rights movement of the 60s wanted the principles established in the Constitution enforced. They didn't want to do away with it. Today... We have a huge portion of our population that really does hate what America is. They don't want the Constitution enforced. They want it changed or abolished. They want the Supreme Court abolished. They want the Electoral College abolished. The division that we see today is different. From the division of the 60s and the 70s, and um, at least in my opinion, which brings me to a common theme on this program the answers to America's problems are not political, they're spiritual. The civil rights leaders were calling us back to the spiritual foundation of our founding fathers. They knew that our founding fathers were flawed. They knew that. But they also knew that there was a spiritual foundation. Martin Luther King Jr.'s speeches were filled with Scripture. And not the perversion of Scripture like an Al Sharpton. But today's... Left wing progressive political leaders have absolutely abandoned the principles upon which this country was founded, which were political, but more importantly, they were spiritual. And that's why I continue to say what happens in your church is more important than what happens in Washington.